0: Bezrat Hashem, we have a special lesson tonight. I got goosebumps because when I was preparing today's lesson, I I started early this morning, and we're about to finish Torah 112. This is our third lesson in Torah 112. It is so timely and is unbelievable divine direction that we're learning this now. Because Rabbi Nachman, it was amazing. Rabbi Nachman says, "How how to have the, the the get the prisoners released?" He's got a whole plan here for releasing the prisoners. And I wish uh, the defense minister, the prime minister and the commander in chief would listen to the because it's right here, Rabbi Nachman. And people say, come on, laser, what does he smoke? Laser doesn't smoke, still in good shape at 74 and uh, eat naturally and never smoke." But this is the real deal because what happens down in this world, it's a sham, it it, it all happens in in, in the spiritual world. And it's just a manifestation of what's going upstairs. And Rabbi Nachman, he was at home in both worlds. So Rabbi Nachman is explaining to us what's going on in the spiritual. World. Not only that, I'm going to preface. If anyone has any doubt about tonight's lesson, that what Rabbi Nachman is talking about for releasing prisoners, that's a doubt. This in the beginning of the week, there was, uh, or McGiddish. or McGiddish, She was a, an army a listener. She was she, she a man to listening post in the Gaza border, uh, or was captured. Uh, they took her to Gaza, Baruch Hashem. She was released in an amazing mission at night at Gaza, uh, together with the, the Secret Service and the Defense Forces. They released her. But even more than that, more than her release, they showed a movie of what went on in a week before in her mother's house in Kirad Gat. Okay, the Megidish family not particularly the most religious family in the block, but a traditional family. They got together, Mrs. Megidish or his mother and her aunts and her grandmother, and they all got together and they did the mitzvah of baking challah together. And they screamed out to Hashem. And before they asked for their own daughter, they asked for all the prisoners. Now, there's a law in the Gemara that if you ask for you pray for someone else, and you need the same thing. You can answer it first. In other words, if a person has a sickness, and he prays for another sick friend, oh, he needs he, he needs good health. He needs a refuel. He needs a cure. He's going to get it himself. Or a person that doesn't have a soulmate, and she prays for a girlfriend or for his boyfriend to get a soulmate, and you don't have a soulmate? You're going to get first. This is the way it's a spiritual dynamics. Okay, so before we begin, and we finish Torah 112 tonight, Bezrat Hashem, I'm uh, going to do a quick synopsis on what we learned last week. What we learned last week, Rabbi Nachman said, the most important thing, that a person's prayers and a person's requests, a person is in such darkness, such darkness. And we realize all the time Rabbi Nachman is talking about darkness. We're talking about the tunnels in Gaza. As much with deeper darkness than that. Rabbi Nachman is talking about being under the ground. He speaks about under the ground and deep darkness. Come on, let's open up our eyes. And he says they're so depressed and so lack of hope, as they can't even say a word of prayer. Can't get a word of prayer out of your mouth. Uh, open up. Can't want to talk to Shem. Can't get a word of prayer. Okay, so a person is like that, and a person is surrounded by confusion and surrounded by despair. And surrounded by lack of hope, so what did you do? Rabbi Nachman says, pichen." Even so, there's one thread you can hold on to. Hold on to this one thread. I'll call Deba de bebet. Even say say one little thing in truth. Okay, call out Hashem, my father. Oh, why you now recognize? Okay, wait wait a second. Let's say that I don't see Hashem on your birth certificate. No, no, you've got your physical father on your birth certificate. But how about your soul? Where's the soul come from? That's a tiny spark of Hashem. Hashem is the father of the soul. So when you say Hashem, my father, now you've connected with your neshama. There is nothing more truthful than you could say Hashem is my father. This word, does Rabbi Nachman, this pierces the darkness. One word of truth, it pierces the darkness. And when it pierces the darkness, what happens? As soon as you put a hole in the dark, it's room for the light to come through, so the light can now come through. And a person, this is the way out. This opens up a wide, a wide. This Rabbi Nachman is opening up a window of hope. And this is this little hole. Hashem says in the Gemara, Hashem says, "Open me up a tiny hole, the size of a pinhole, and I'll open you up the the the, the, the size of a of of the Brooklyn tunnel. Because you could you could get trucks going through there." All right, so, Rabbi says, By way of this one word of truth, now he's going to find the way out. Boom. Interesting. Now, let's put this in context. Now, we go to parts 4, 5, and 6. We hope to conclude this this evening of Torah one twelve. In part 4, Rabbi, says, Rabbi Nachman says, Rabbi Nachman says, This way, you're going to open up an exit to escape. Look at that, with the, down in the dungeon with, with the guards, Hamas. There's no way out. Oh, maybe there's no way out in the physical world. There's no way out in the spiritual world. Uh, who would have believed the day before that Or would have uh, captured, and, and even more than a civilian. She's a captured soldier. She's a captured soldier. We knew they can leave the soldiers left They give up with all the civilians back, even the evil Hamas, uh, they're trying to do all kinds of deals for fuel to get their leaders safe passage, all types of deals, I hope, uh, that uh, Israel doesn't cave in because uh, they, they, they cave in. It's going to be business as usual. But they'd be strong that they'd get the prisoners back and they get rid of Hamas and the same thing. If you have a sham, if we look with logic, Okay, so the logic have to give in some way and give them something and negotiate. No, that's what, Amunah is above logic. That Hashem will give us back the prisoners. Hashem will do it. Yes, he will do it. And Hashem will defeat evil. Of course he's going to do it. Hashem gives us evil for us to do tshuva. Okay, guys, uh, you, now you see how, how they're evil. Well, don't you know that your evil ways created the evil? Hashem is a loving father. Tell me what loving father, what loving mother wants to spank their child. And even when they spank, it's like a very controlled spank. This from Hashem is a very, very, very controlled spank. As we call it in Yiddish, a patch. It's a, a little spank. Okay, let's see. What a little spank. You're talking about uh, uh, Talking about the uh, 1,500 people. Come on. It's still very controlled. We see the depth of the evil. It's still very controlled. And every day, every day they find out uh, they're still identifying bodies. And every day the number of captives go up. Today it's up to two forty-two. Yesterday was two thirty-nine. The day before was two thirty-five, because they really realize that the people are not longer missing. They now know that they're captive. And there's some people that are not on the captive or missing list because with the DNA, and I don't want to go into the, the graphics of it, but uh, it's been the most challenging thing in the world. To forensics and Zaka and the of Society, most challenging thing. But let's leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yesterday they showed in the Knesset a movie that they showed to the foreign correspondents and the members of Knesset. Only sixty out of one hundred twenty came in to see it. They had to call in three psychiatrists that they couldn't see, and then something they went ran out before the movie was halfway done. The atrocities can't imagine, can't imagine. Okay, this is. We have to wake up. We have to wake up. So, when we look for a solution, we look for a solution to political or, or military. It's it's not that the, the, the military, the military of all kinds. Of solutions. And now uh, they made these stupid statement. Our APCs, armored carriers, they're they free. The next day, the next day, an armored troop carrier caught a direct a, a direct missile, an anti tank missile, and. Seven of our sweetest shoulders got, got killed. Guys, close your mouth, guard your tongue, guard your tongue. And when you talk, don't talk the might of my right hand that the Torah condemns the might of my right hand. Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem's help, with Hashem's loving grace, everything Be-Shem, We can't say Bezrat Hashem to live another minute. Who has a life insurance policy to can live another minute? No, everything has to be Bezrat Hashem. When we talk about one second in the future, Bezrat Hashem, Bezrat Hashem. Yeah, Hashem, with Hashem's help, I'm going to do this, with Hashem's help, I'm going to do that. Because if Hashem doesn't help me, I'm not crossing the street. And there are people that have not succeeded in crossing the street because some big truck crosses the red light. So this is what Rabbi Nachman is telling him. Rabbi Nachman says by that one word of truth, it's going to open up a way where the previous way was hopeless. He says, Oh no, but now Rabbi Nachman gives a different advice. Remember, Rabbi Nachman is uncovering the secrets that are said in the Torah about the Noah, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark is full of secrets. And Hashem says to Noah, Put an opening in the side. And put an opening aside, that's for the light. And then the skylight, we said the skylight, it's a double meeting, a skylight in a rear gym. But why put a side in the side and not in the top? Rabbi Nachman says, Sal, so, nothing amazing. Rabbi Nachman says, they're not going to be able to leave the darkness the way they fell in. They came in from the top of the tunnel. They brought them to the top of the tunnel. Rabbi Nachman says they're going to have to have an unconventional exit. Look, look at what Rabbi Nachman talking about. He says they're going to have to leave from the side. Leave from the, what's Rabbi Nachman mean from the side? And then he tells us, what does it mean the side? Leave from the side? Leave from the other side, the sitra acha, the side of unholiness. That's where you got to leave. That's where you have to leave. In other words, to get out of the darkness, get a Hamas. People have to do tshuva. There's one guy that made it out of the, the what do they call it? The Nova party, the nature party, the whatever party it was. And he was, he was down at the bottom. He hid in a lavatory for eight and a half hours. And he heard people getting gunned down right in heaven. He just clung. Eight and a half hours, he did it. He yelled out to Hashem. Right here, what Rabbi Nahum was talking about. Right here, he made it out alive. He made it out alive. And one of the few people, this really works. Or megidish she made it out alive. Her family did just what Rebbe Nachman is talking about. They all yelled to Hashem. And what does it mean yelling to the side? Leaving the dark side and going to the light side. What's, what's the light side? The light side is doing some kind of mitzvah and for prayer. So even if it's one word, Hashem, that's all, one word, Hashem. Okay, so maybe... The girl in captivity, she can't say anything more than one word. But her family, there is another law in the Gemara, Mizaki Adam Shelofanov, that we are allowed before we pray. We say, "Shem, this is not just my private prayer for ladies. No, I, my private prayer is for everyone, for, for, for the whole nation, for everyone that needs it, and it's this is for everyone. This for everyone. If everyone needs a salvation. This prayer, i pray for salvation. It would need salvation if it's salvation. <laughs> so everyone that's playing on the on, on the right side, in other words, on the right side of holiness. Okay, if they're not praying for people that are looking for dark side salvation, no way, no way. But people that want to do your will, Hashem, people that are praying for health, they need health, yeah. We pray for the health of the Israeli soldiers. We pray for the health of every sick person that's, uh, that wants to get close to you, Hashem. That this, you can't. Hashem, you're the king. You're the king what prestige is it for you the king that people say he's a weak king your children are in captivity said what are my children I haven't heard from them this we got to call out for them okay Shem, maybe there are such darkness we're gonna pray for him just like Armgiddish's parents prayed for her and her mother and her grandmother and it adds not only that now that she's out the whole family now the whole family—they were traditional, this and that—but they went to they went to soccer games, they went to football games on Shabbat. This is that no, no anymore? So Hashem, Shabbat is yours. Shabbat belongs to you. This is the language Hashem wants to hear. This is that for that. Okay, it was worth putting her in captivity and we're bringing out her captivity because now that the family—it's not love of Hashem where He lets us go stray. Lets us go stray. Is the shepherd doing a job? By letting the flock go stray, oh, if he does. Oh, but but the shepherd, what does he have? He has this. He has this German shepherd, the sheepdog. That's God, what does German shepherd do? That little lamb goes out of the flock, and the German shepherd comes and he gives a little controlled bite on the lamb chop. Okay, and gets back and sheep. you will looking for a mommy. Well, come back in. So if you said Amnesty International or the United Nations, and they say, oh, look at that fascist sheepdog. Let me tell you something, United Nations and Amnesty International and Secretary of State Anthony Blinken that wants us to to, uh, humanitarian, to bring fuel into Gaza. We're still here in Gaza. Why are we still there? Every day, every day, double barrages, triple barrages. Uh, Today in Beersheba, there were triple barrages. Why? Because the hospitals in Gaza have a humanitarian problem. Where's all the fuel in Gaza? Hamas has it. It takes fuel to fire rockets. They have no limit of fuel. <laughs> so here, excuse Mr. Blinken, go back to Washington and let us, enchant- Hashem will take care of our, our needs. Hashem doesn't need your intervention over here. Okay, go. And this one Rabbi Nachman is telling us. Rabbi Nachman says, put oh, in the side, a side opening. The side opening means that we have to leave the side of darkness and go into the side of holiness, which means have to connect to a mitzvah or connect to a prayer. And then he says, where do we connect to the prayer? and then he says he says like this uh he brings a quote he gives a quote from the midrash that uh is talking about the stars the stars and their control over nature the stars do have a control over nature okay but the control over nature is below the level of prayer it's below the level of buna and Muna is above the stars in other words, if a person's horoscope says something, and maybe it's not nice, by connecting to a Muna, your horoscope is null and void. And we see this with Abraham. <laughs> and Abraham, Abraham, Abram's horoscope said, and Sari's horoscope said that they will never have children. Abraham was a master astrologist. He could read the star maps like you, you could read a you could read a novel. And he saw it, but no kid, not only that, they lacked the apparatus for having children. You know, that, that had a, a a problem in the uterus. She didn't have it at all. Okay, this is what the Midrash tells us. Ah, and this is what Hashem says to Abraham. Get out of your, say me it's The Midrash says it in, in Aramaic. Say me it's get out of your stargazing. You're not, you're stars below the stars, you're above the stars. And this is what Rabbi Nachman is telling us, below the stars, there's no way out of captivity. Okay, so who's going to find? You know, in Vietnam, there were seventy-five of the famous Com Tru tunnels, seventy-five miles of tunnels. In Gaza, there's three hundred miles of tunnels minimum. That's what they've been doing for for the last. They've spent all the time. None of the populace. Populace is hungry. Populace poverty, but the populace goes after. Well, if you you can see, the populace is still and and to. to Today in Gaza City, there was a demonstration, we're not leaving Gaza, Hamas, Hamas, Hamas. And then America once and CNN and the, and the BBC, they want to tell us about the innocent civilians. Uh, go, get your own pictures that you take it. I don't think anybody's innocent there. And then everybody's yelling, uh, slaughter the Jews, slaughter the Jews, not slaughter the Israelis, not slaughter. slaughter the Jews. Now the whole world is doing it also. Not so Rabbi Nachman says, this is a fight against evil. So that's why you have to put an aside. So Rabbi Nachman says, he says, uh, He says, what, what, You step on, there's a thing a, a, that you step on the stars. What do you mean step on the stars? You step on the stars, and he says like this, So Jacob, he steps on the stars, and then the tribe of Israel comes up. But Rabbi Nachman says like this. It means that you disdain the horoscope. and you go to Emunah. And then the Shevet. Shevet has got a double meaning also. This is an Hebrew. It's so many, the double, triple, quadruple meanings. Shevet means not only a stick. It means not your, your tribe. But it means that this is a... a Tribal entrance. So Rabbi Nachman now says, "Shevet Misrael, that a person has to put his prayers in the right address. Remember, we learned that we have to connect to the tzaddik to uplift our prayers. We don't know the right address. We don't know which address we are. He says, "There's just like as there's twelve tribes. There's twelve different openings for prayers." And we, so what opening to do? We don't even know. We're not. We're not cognizant of this. this the tzaddik knows, but. But he's telling Abraham, Hashem is telling Abraham, and this later he says this to this is a, a blessing to uh Jacob that is brought down in the Gomorrah Tractate Brahmas and the Midrash that we oh, go above the stars. We go, Jacob goes above the stars, and they show Jacob, but then it becomes the tribe of Israel. Jacob is the lower level, tribe of Israel is the upper level, and that's the meaning. When you could, you could do it, a star, a star goes forth from Jacob, or a star gets stepped on from Jacob. This is all the double meaning, the translation. And you just can't translate. You have to understand what Rebbe Nachman is telling us in order to translate it properly. So Rebbe Nachman is telling us that uh, we have to go above the stars. We have to connect to Amunah. And this is what he says now. Uh he says He brings a story from the Gemara tractate Brachos. He says bin Yamin, Abba bin Abba was one of the, the the holy sages of the Gemara, and according surface value, he was always upset that he didn't pray right next to his bed. It was a big thing to pray next to his bed. Rabbi said what bed mita. Rabbi said the mita. But your tribe is mate. He says, it doesn't mean next to his bed, next to his tribe, that he didn't know exactly where to put it. He was a very big tzaddik, but he was not the tzaddik of the generation that knew how to direct the prayers like Moses did, and like the Holy Arizal did, and like the Baal Shem Tov did, and like Rabbi Nachman did. There's only five, five big tzaddikim in history that knew how to do this. And that's why we say we connect ourselves to the real tzaddikim. Okay, this is the meaning of Abba Yoman's prayers that Rabbi Nachman was saying. Most people don't understand that. It should be not close to my mita, close to, which is my bed, close to my mate, close to my tribe. That my prayer should be close to my tribe. derom. And to say, place our beds between north and south. In other words, one thing that we do, we don't place our beds between east and west because east is the holy temple West is the divine presence, so we try and place our beds between north and south. Okay, and then it says, if someone wants to be smart, then put his the head of his bed in the south, and if someone wants to be rich, put the head of his bed in the north. This is the Kabbalistic part of the Gemara. Okay, it's very cryptic. Not going to go in deeper here. But tov Melmutzaki Adua Kitov tov Im Derech Eretz. But Rabbi Nachman says the middle, the middle road, the middle road. So what's Rebbe Nachman talking about the middle road? He says the middle road between north and south. The middle road between north and south, that means that it should be the middle road between a person's tribe and above the stars, what he's talking about. In other words, be above nature, above nature. How can it be a a person's tribe? We don't know our tribe. We don't know our, our, our lineage all the way back. What? but we connect to each other and we connect to the true tzaddikim and we connect to one another. In other words, Hashem, my prayers should be for the good of all the people of Israel, for all the Noahides, everybody that needs my prayers, Hashem, direct my prayers. And Hashem, I know that no one can do anything but you. No one can do anything but you. It's you, ain't old milvado, ain't old milvado, don't ever let that go, ain't old milvado says Rabbi Petachateva Emet, Oh, now Rabbi Nachman Okay, you didn't understand what I mean about the middle disc? Rabbi Nachman says, now this is the word in the side, because when you say a word of truth, truth is the side of this light side. That's a Shem side, because truth is a Shem. So as soon as a person says a word of truth, a person escapes from evil. And now he gets this new opening done, and that is the petach, that is the opening that he puts in the side, that this is the opening of truth, and this takes us to a special gate, that the gate of the way out will be on the side, and Hashem will take that his gate of salvation, according to, just as he prayed, this is measure for measure. You prayed that your prayer should be at the right place, Then Hashem will take you that your salvation, and your escape, that will be to the right place. And that's what means putting the opening of the ark in the side. This is the secrets behind that, Rabbi Nachman's Plains. So it means the person should pray the words of truth, and to pray the words of truth, they ascend to the gate of his or her tribe, and they open things wide open. And since the words of truth, and they ascend, they ascend above nature. So nature could say, oh, no way out, no way out of captivity, no way out of captivity. Oh, but you there's, there's the, 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 those words, those words of truth. Okay. And this we continues on and continues on, but say that emet, amok. Rabbi Nachman says this is very deep. This is very deep. I don't think he's still it's a little bit academic. Because Rabbi Nachman doesn't expect us to put our prayers of truth in the right direction, he says that's that's another Torah that we learned already, and that's why it was Hashem's divine guidance, divine direction. We learned already that we have to connect our prayers to prayers at tzaddik. Okay, I connect myself to the, with, with my prayers. They should be the for the good of all the people, Israel, and and my fellow Noahides, and connected to the tzaddik. Should know to uplift the My prayer should get the right address. All right, at the right address. Ooh. And now I say my word of truth. These are our marching orders. Our marching orders is to connect to the truth. What's it mean to connect to the truth? I saw something very interesting. People are so far from the truth. A guy, really pro-Israel guy, he went on some downtown street, and he made a petition, and he went up to people in the street. He said, "Will you sign a permission to petition to to support Hamas oh yeah yeah be glad to I said well you know that uh, Hamas is uh they want to spread a caliphate in all the world and everybody's got to be Muslim they, oh no no I'm not interested oh no 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 but uh it, it's not it's no big deal they want they, according to uh their belief that uh every woman should be clad you know so you won't be able to dress a uh, knee length I mean, or elbow length. You're have to be a hijab. And, oh, no, no, I'm not interested in that. And it says, you know, that uh, the heathens that allowed to, heathens, they don't believe in, in, I'll be allowed to kill their children, kill them. But, oh, no, I don't believe that. People are out there demonstrating for Hamas because that's the thing to do and they don't know what they're demonstrating for. They don't do a demonstration. So what he said, what you know, what they, the Hamas stood for and he's saying, this is, yeah, this is, and he's put himself, as no, then all of a sudden people don't want to sign. People don't are walking around like zombies, brain dead, soul dead, with no truth. If a person wants to be alive, a person has to connect to the truth because Hashem is truth and his name is truth. Who so he said that one word of truth, that one word of truth, if you had a son or McGiddish, Mrs. McGiddish, when she was doing the mitzvah challah, and she made the dough, and she took challah off the dough, and she had tears running down her eyes, says, Hashem, I, I know we love you, and you love us, and we're never going to leave you, but Hashem, please, please, by virtue, we believe in your Torah, we believe in you, by virtue of this, let, let all the prisoners go. And, my, and and then she said, my daughter, sure, she prayed for everybody else, and then for her daughter, this is a little, pray for everyone else, then for a daughter. So all of a sudden, no, and, and from, from all the, the the prisoners, this particular young lady, and she was a soldier. Nobody believed she ever get out of there. She came out of there, and the doctors checked her, they couldn't believe it, came out without a scratch. It, it, it's a miracle within a miracle within a miracle. And it's Rebbe documents marching orders right here, and this is exactly the way the Megiddish family acted. People don't believe in that. So if there are people that are captive and their families don't haven't yet learned a muna like the Giddish family. We can do it for him. What do we do for the war effort? You know, people write me. Who do I continue? Who can I volunteer for? Right now, take a mitzvah. Take a mitzvah. It's, it's, it's Thursday, Thursday night. Bake challah. Get, get a couple of women together and, and, and do the mitzvah or, or or give charity or go visit people in the hospital. And that, that's loving kindness. And I'm doing this loving kindness so that the, 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 the Hashem, you ordered us this loving kindness. Okay? Maybe would prefer to do other things. I'm doing this because... It's in your Torah, and I'm supposed to be doing it. But I'm doing this mitzvah, Hashem, that you should free the prisoners. This is what, what, Hashem, please. You're my father in heaven. There's no one else could turn to. You're to turn to Biden, Blinken, Bibi, nothing. It's all bupkis. It's nothing. Biden, Bibi, Blinken. It, 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 it's all nothing. It's, it's all nothing. It's only you, Hashem. There's nothing but you. What could be true? People want to still think, they'll they, they think, and we see things, we hear things. I hope it's fake news. I hope it's fake news, but I have sources in it, in telling me that they're about to make the same mistakes they did in 2014 and 2009 and give it to the Americas and give it to the Yitzhak and give it to you. I, I hope it's fake. I hope it's not because it can't be again. And especially with, with Hezbollah, that's start, that can't get cold feet. Not this time. We're against evil because every time this is just like we wrote on, on uh, laserbeams.com, and on moonbeams.com, we had going to assure that it's just like a cancer. If a doctor tries to take out a malignant growth and he doesn't get the whole thing, then it regrows faster and much, much stronger than before. There is a recurrence. It has to be uprooted, totally uprooted. There is no compromise with evil. Can't be there's uh, 50% evil, and 50% good. can't be that way. And that's why the military always tells me, I hear it over and over again, that 99% truth is 100% lie. And that's why Hashem's truth, Hashem chose truth as his name and his signet ring, because there's no compromise with truth. So when we say, Hashem, you are my father, that is absolute truth. That bursts a hole in the, in the eight-foot-thick concrete, and, and that's an escape for us. And this is the hope. And once there's that tiny, tiny hole in that concrete, light starts coming through, and the concrete of darkness, concrete of evil, it can't stand light. And the light will erode it, and the tunnels will fall, and the captives will leave, we'll see. And this is what Rabbi Nachman tells us now, ki be'emet. We can't see it. Rabbi Nachman says, be'emet, truthfully. Rebbe Nachman says, now I'm connected to this truth I'm teaching you about. yes al Rabbi Nachman says there are a lot of ways out. There are a lot of ways out of captivity. There's a lot of ways out of the tunnel. That if a person comes, a person wants to do evil, I well, can open up. person wants to go to discotheque. Yeah, go ahead. Nobody's going to stop you. Get in the car, go to discotheque. wait, what do you mean? If a person wants to do evil, yeah, get in the car and you go to a discotheque. And it should, nobody's going to stop him. Because this is when the person comes to do evil. But the free choice in the world, nobody stops him. And because he fall, he fell in this opening, the opening in the cave, he fell. If you, if you ever see the way the entrance to the caves, they're on top. They don't get from the side, they're on the top. So the prisoner fell in and the fat fell in because he fell into evil, and this is the Hamas cave, Hamas in their caves. This is the metaphor for our evil. You learn Torah one twelve, and you can see the imagery just flies out. This is where we can understand it by with, with Rabbi Nahum was talking about this. is better than the the this is better than the nine o'clock news. It's right here. And when somebody comes to defile himself, okay, they open it up. He creates a a Hamas tunnel. And he creates a, a, a Hamas uh, terrorist. So Rabbi Natan now adds, Rabbi Nachman said what he had to say. Rabbi Nachman says, I heard the whole Torah from the Rebbe. And he says like this, Nesha did met la'aksadah, Shekola well that It's like a eye away. Eye away and that tunnel. And anybody who wants to leave, can leave. What do you mean? Rabbi Natan, have you looked at the pictures of those tombs? Have you seen what's inside there? He says, the answer is in Rashi. Rabbi Natan, the answer is in Rashi. He says, if someone wants to come and do bad, open. But the measure of good is 500 times stronger than the measure of bad. So if someone wants to do tshuva, there's going to be all types of new openings. And this is the opening on the side because it's not going to go up the same way you came down. You're going to go out a different way. And this is what the Gemara, Rabbi Nachman, is now telling us the secret of what the Torah tells us about the Hebrew letter hey. The Hebrew letter hey, let me draw a Hebrew letter hey. And the Gemara explains the Hebrew letter hey. Okay. So it's this hey. This is the Hebrew letter, hey. Okay, and it's like one line, you have a separate foot. Its left foot is separate. So what does the Gemara say about that? And this the Gemara is very Kabbalistic when it talks about that. Hey is Hashem's name. Hey, that's a symbol of Shem. That's a letter from Hashem's name. So when the soul is together with Hashem, a soul is right in here, clinging to Hashem. But what happens the moment that a soul does evil, heaven forbid, the soul falls down and this is the tunnel that it falls in. It falls out of here and it leaves the realm of holiness and it falls down in this world to the realm of unholiness. Now it's down here in the dungeon. The soul is now down here in the Hamas tunnel. So down here. Now, how does it go? It can't go back up there. It doesn't have the power to go up there. But what happens when the soul repents? The soul makes tshuva. Or what happens when the soul cries out one word of truth? The soul puts a crack in the concrete here. And then what Hashem does, it went out of the side. Hashem uplifts that. And this, Hashem uplifts it. Now, we don't know the right prayer. Hashem says, I'm going to show you the opening. So now Hashem uplifts the soul and takes it back here. And this is what Rebbe Nachman's talking about. This is petach Batzad. This is the opening in the side. And this is what the Torah alludes to in the ark. This is the opening to the side. The soul can't come straight up on the bottom because it fell out of there. But Sam's going to take it out and circumvent and bring it to the opening of the side, bring it back to Hashem's name. And by virtue of this one word of truth, going to go back up and Hashem's going to bring it back home to holiness. And that is the escape from darkness. Thank you, Rebbe Nachman. Okay, let's now take the the Council of Defense, had talked to them. So this he explained to Rabbi Natan. This he explained to Rabbi Nachman. And that's an escape from the evil incarnation. We escape from the evil incarnation by one word of truth. Hashem, I don't have power. This temptation is overcoming me. Hashem, I can't do it on my own. You have to help me. This is a person who wants to say, but it'd be like the Israeli government, no, the might of my right hand. Where, where the commander-in-chief can't say Hashem's name. I don't want to say things like that, but I wish, I, I wish you hear my message. I wish I could spend five minutes with commander-in-chief and say, hey, listen, pal, if you want a victory, I'll give you victory, okay? It is not your weapons, not anything. It's just say, with everything you do with Hashem's help, with Hashem's loving grace, with Hashem's help. And now it's a big thing because we're at a crossroads that it is about to explode in the north and Judea and Samaria and ooh, we got another front. We got another front so that uh, Israel just tried out its F-35s in combat. And F-35s knocked out these tremendous missiles. Where from? From Yemen, the houthi It's that Iran has proxies not only in Lebanon, in the north of us, and the south of us. Guess what? People of Israel, fellow Israel, we are about to be sandwiched. Hashem is closing us in. This is exactly the prophet Ezekiel. When are you going to wake up? And it's still talking about military and, and that silly commander chief says to Hezbollah, oh, well, I'm not worried about you because I'm using left, ha- less than half of my air force in in Gaza. I got more of my halfway more subjectivity. To, to, to what kind of dumb thing is this for the commander chief to say? You're telling Hezbollah uh, how much of your air force is used and not used. And you're talking about the might of my right hand. I'm going to beat you up. I'm going to be running a cage fight. Come on. This is not Israel. We are the people of the book. Like Rabbi Wolby said, Joshua's fighting and Moses is praying. And if Moses drops his hands, the moment he drops his hands, Amalek overcame the moment so Aaron and Hor had to hold up. Moses, you got to keep your hands up. Our hands and beseeching to Hashem. Beseeching to Hashem. And people say, oh, when you're talking about that, excuse me. Excuse me. I don't even mind it. Okay. But uh, I'm talking about 29 years. Of experience in the IDF, and two wars and countless in between, and then uh, a little more years than that in yeshiva and Torah learning. Uh, people that talk against her, they don't know the side of Torah. People sometimes they don't know the side. They're, we got both sides, I think. I think without being uh, presumptuous. We pay the dues to express an opinion like that. It's about time to say Hashem, because our lives depend on it. This is a case nobody will understand. They're going to understand more, because people have not understood yet. They're still talking the old language, the might of my right hand. And they said that rather than Hashem gave us a miraculous victory in 1967, and we almost lost the country in 1973. 1973. Whew. And, well, people ask me, "How? how where, where, do, where do you get this amuna? Where do you get this Samuna from? I said, anybody that's been both in Yeshiva and both in the Israeli Army in a combat unit, and you see the real situation in a combat unit, okay, I would not want – my unit was a very good unit. I would not want to be in a bar fight against the U.S. Marines or against the British Marines, No. They'd wipe the floor with us. That's not good Jewish boys. We got brains and we got heart and we got Neshama. But that's not what wins wars, that the U.S. Marines, the British Marines don't have Hashem, and we've got Hashem because we are protecting Hashem's palace. Uh, it means subjecting Hashem's palace means doing the king's will in his own palace. You're not protecting the king's palace if you're not doing the king's will in his own palace. That's not kind of guarding a palace so this is it's about time. this is an existential, existential war. and until people understand that, I'm sorry to say Hashem is turning up the volume and you see this the, 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 right here to see this here. it's it, it's uh it's really jittery, but people are in denial. people here are in denial the, the, from the south of Yemen from the north of tomorrow, Nasrallah is giving his explanation and and there's one thing I believe. I don't believe we're on politicians, but I believe our enemies. When our enemies say that they want to destroy us, they're telling the truth. That's the dark side truth, and they tell that Hamas says one thing to to the world, "Oh, we don't kill babies." You listen to what they say in Arabic. They have two messages: so one message in their English to the world, and one message in Arabic to their own people. One message to the Arabic people: the Hamas said today, today in Arabic, they broadcast all over the Arab world that uh, they say, "Inshallah." They say, inshallah, that's their dark side. It should please God. That there's going to be heaven forbid, heaven forbid, heaven forbid, heaven forbid, I'm saying. There's going to be many more October 7th. Excuse me, Israel world, non-amuna Israel, non-amuna world. Are you hearing this message? Or you don't want to hear this message? Okay, this is the message. This is the message. Beloved brothers and sisters, right now, when we're learning Rabbeinu, we're learning Rabbi Nachman, we're learning Amunah because Rabbi Nachman is doctor of Amunah. And what did Rabbi Nachman tell us? Rabbi Nachman said at the end of days, Amunah is going to be like climbing a glass wall with your fingernails. And we see it just like that. So how many of us are there around learning Amunah? And one thing I got, uh, Rabbi Wolby sent me a beautiful picture. He got, he got it before I did, of a, a group of Israeli soldiers sitting around looking, learning Likute Moran. This is this this is this what we want. This this is what this grassroots. So we see that Rabbi Nachman says that you can't leave the darkness. You can't leave by the same hole you fell into. You can't leave captivity by conventional means. In other words, you can't leave by it wasn't the commando operation that freed Or Magidish. It was his mama's prayers, her grandma's prayers, her auntie's prayers, the neighbor's prayers, all the women of Kiryat got, the the whole city they prayed for. And this is what Rashi says in the Gemara. And that's it. But uh, Rabbi Nachman found, Rabbi Nathan says to Rabbi Nachman, well, is not there a contradiction in the Gemara that a person can rectify the same thing that he ruined? Rabbi Ahmed says that That's not. He says, You asked well. Yes, well, it's a good question you're asking. But for a person to merit, to see the opening, the real opening, he has to change his ways. Because a person's descent is another person's ascent. What does that mean? What did Rabbi Nachman tell Rabbi Natan? He said, One person's descent is another person's ascent. One person fell into the hole, and he fell into the hole from above. Now that he fell into the hole, and he knows there's no way out, so he makes tshuva, he makes penitence. By way of his word of truth and penitence, opens up a hole, and now his buddy will exit that hole. In other words, this is this is crazy. said, so this is really the news. This is really what happened with the British family, okay? That you, you could go when your prayers may not be directly helping yourself, but they're going to help somebody else escape. They're going to help somebody else escape. Somebody else is going to pray. That's going to help you escape. That's not the same thing directly for us. We don't pray directly for us. We pray for each one else. What's Rabbi Nachman teaching us? Rabbi Nachman is teaching us. Hey, guys, don't be what Western society said. Do your own thing. And me and I and first person singular, all the pronouns. It's I and me and I and me and I and me. How about we and you and other people? Think of other people. When you think of other people, you know what happens? You become humble. The more person is first person oriented, the more he becomes haughty. And Hashem says that he and the haughty person cannot be in the same universe. When a person prays for someone else, he becomes, he or she becomes humble. Hashem loves this. Take humility and you take truth and boom, you're right there with Hashem. Humility and truth. All your prayers are going to be answered, and they might be answered directly for you. They might be answered for your friend, and if your friend answers that way, they're going to be directed for you. So pray for your friends right now. Take one captive and pray for him. Find out the name of one captive. Pray for him. There's lists in the, there, there's lists of all the captives in the media. Find the name of one captive. Pray for him, and you're going to open up a way out. And one word of truth. That's all he it says right here. Rabbi Nachman he gives us this, and we've seen it. It has worked. already. it's already succeeded. It's already succeeded with the Giddish family from Kerat So here we have it. That Rabbi Nachman says he gives our marching orders. We have to gravitate to the truth, pull ourselves to the truth. Wow. When you gravitate to the truth, Hashem himself, not by way of a messenger, not by way of an angel, Hashem himself will illuminate the way out. And Hashem will open the, the ways out. And by that way, that advice, that is to be an upright person, not only that, your whole life. With the words of truth to say to Hashem, and a person can always revitalize himself in times of despair, and times of hopelessness, with that one word of truth. And Hashem himself, We'll give you the escape path and we'll take you out of the depth of darkness. That is Torah 112. Thank you, Hashem.